Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hey, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week... Do you want to say it, Jane? It's finally clueless. (laughs) But first, I have something that I was talking to Jane about um, that is only like tangentially teen movie related, but that I wanted to debrief with you. And that is that on Friday night, I went to my friend's birthday... um, celebration which she chose to have as a hip-hop dance class that she invited dancer friends and also non-dancer friends to join and then at the end of the class there was like a full-on um i was telling jane like camp rock vibes jamming dance circle and she's shaking her head was there drums? Were there drums, I should say? Well, no, who there was, was creating like, the music? music. No, no, no. We were playing music. It was, it was a dance studio. We're like in a dance studio. You look disgusted. <laughs> I'm just here. I respect your friend's <laughs> choice. It was her birthday. She gets to do this sort of thing, but it wouldn't have been my choice. You know what's you know, it's funny is, so obviously there were people there who were like professional level like dancers. And so when the dance circle started... It's pretty obvious to everybody there, like, the people who are going to go in the middle are the people who are really good, and so they all just took turns. But I was so irrationally scared that somebody was going to be like, now you go. (laughs) Me and this other girl just, like, were so scared that we didn't even want to, like, kind of, like, I don't know, lean casually against the wall clapping or, like, just be standing because we were scared. So I fully sat on the floor because I was like, if I'm sitting, no one can make me, like, get up. That's so surprising to me, Issa. You're... You're a free spirit and a and a social butterfly. Why would you ever sit on the floor? I'm not a dancer. I'm very. I was very afraid. But coming. But like th- looking back now, like of course they wouldn't ask random people to do it because, similar to acapella people who I'm intimately familiar with, the dancers just want to like show off. So like. Mm. It was for them. It was very fun to watch them. It's the equivalent of people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It was very fun. I think it was very fun. Um, there were pictures taken, which I was not, like, I was not ready for. I was wearing athleisure. It was okay. But it, um, it was very Camp Rock vibes, and I know you would have been unhappy. <laughs> Uh, I I want to deny you, what, that. Have you ever been in the vicinity of a spontaneous dance circle, not at a wedding? Ooh, there were, used to be dance drum circles at Malcolm X Park in Washington D.C., <laughs> but I knew that and I never attended. Do you know, like, were they something your friends would go to? No, just like random white people. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Um, I do think that, um, this movie has been long awaited by our listeners who may have, who may remember us saying multiple times that we were going to do it and then we, uh, just couldn't get our shit together. Um, but now you're getting it. Um, Jane, 
Do you want to introduce our guest? I do. Lillian Stone is a Chicago-based humor writer and performer with work in The Onion, The New Yorker, and McSweeney's Internet Tendency. Her first book, Everybody's Favorite, will publish in 2023 via Day Street Books. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming back. I'm so thrilled. I do think, Isa, at some point we should get back to your intimate familiarity with the acapella community just because (laughs) I do have a a query or two for you about that. (laughs) Well, okay. Do you have any dance circle experiences or um, acapella people showing off experiences? I do have some acapella people showing off experiences because I did participate in high school theater heavily. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I dread a dance circle. I was just at a wedding with my boyfriend's parents without my boyfriend, but with his parents mm. a couple months mm-hmm. ago and they love the dance circle and they were being so cute. And I felt like such an oaf. I was like clomping around in my clogs, like clapping irregularly to the beat. And <laughs> <laughs> I think about it every day. It was so bad. <laughs> It, there's always the fear that people will look and say you next and okay. that is just like a strong fear <laughs> yes like get out there get out there and I don't know if it's worse to get out there and do something really embarrassing or like just refuse to get out there because I feel yes, like that makes exactly. people feel bad I have a story that's sort of relevant which is when my sister had her bat mitzvah I was six or seven and they had this game where, or, or they just, they just, they like to point to me and make me dance. But because I was a seven-year-old, <laughs> I did the same dance every time. And just like know. the same. I don't, I think it was like sort of a running motion. Like, I think I was like ro- jogging in place. But it's <laughs> so embarrassing that they kept being like, that's kind of cute sister. And then I would just run. <laughs> You're like a Nickelodeon character. They're like, <laughs> she does her Jane dance. <laughs> I have a much younger brother who used to do this thing called the kitty dance when he was a little boy. Um, and he would do it when my friends came over and he would do like a, he would go to the front and then he would go to the front and then the back and then the back and he would do like a little <laughs> lick, lick, lick. And then he would do like this kiss. <laughs> oh. It was so cute. <laughs> That's very adorable. Um, I know. Now he's in finance. um i want to thank you very much lillian for coming back on the pod another time and because we have asked you your first time on the pod question before um this time we would like to ask you uh what type of teen did you want to be when you were a teen i think that changed every year or like maybe with every (laughs) crush that I had like I wanted to like evolve into that kind of a teen um I think that I really wanted to be one of the teens that like sat in the back of the bus with like chunky highlights and like did (laughs) hand jobs and stuff um but I was too scared of God and my dad so I never did in that order am I right (laughs) right. big dad (laughs) big daddy um, uh, yeah, what are some yeah. types what are some teen types that your crushes were that were like genres that you thought you might want to explore let me tell you when I tell you that I it fully ran the gamut it started with <laughs> um uh like a Ukrainian uh transfer student who rode the bus actually coincidentally named Maxime and I thought he was really hot um I couldn't really tell you like what he was into or what kind of person he was he was just <laughs> Transfer European. student is hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. So that was huge for me. 
Um, then I think I got really into the artsy type. Um, I slipped a note into a boy's locker one time asking if he wanted to go out sometime and discuss art Whoa. <laughs> when we were like 14, um, which is really bad. That's and so brave. I, it, well, okay. So it was, and it wasn't because I got really freaked out right after I did it. And then I made my best friend post up outside of his locker and snatch it out before he could read <laughs> it. <laughs> when he wow. his locker. <laughs> And that was a good friend. Um, I had a jock phase. I had a like a musician phase. I had a boyfriend wow. who did parkour pretty <laughs> seriously. <laughs> did you Whoa. learn any parkour? No, I, no, oh. absolutely not. I think I was scarred because my parents made me take martial arts in middle school. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I yeah. Jane Jane looks very um, enthralled. Is what I I'm very say. impressed because like. First of all, you had a boyfriend. <laughs> Second of all, you asked out a boy almost. almost. Third of all, <laughs> you di- you dated someone who did parkour. That's incredible. Well, it is in the sense that he was he was acrobatic, but it wasn't great in the sense that he had so much energy. I felt like a like a babysitter chasing him around all over town. I was like, "Please can we sit?" <laughs> I was going to say like, "How do you be a parkour groupie?" You have to be on a bike. You can't I guess. like you can't really like follow them. It's a little like um, like you know when there's like a golf tournament, people can only really stand at one hole if they're spectating. Yeah, that's kind of what you like have that. to do. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much just sat down and like listened to the burn CD that he made me with Animal Collective songs, and then like Aww. scolded him for smoking pot with his friends. I was like, you really Whoa. shouldn't do that after your parkour sessions. That's love. <laughs> pretty awesome teen overall. Honestly, yeah. yes. Jane, do you want to talk about this movie, this movie choice that we have this week? Sure. I mean, w- what's there to say? It's <laughs> it's one of the best movies ever. Well, do you want to, yeah, do, first I want to ask you, I know you love this movie, Jane. Do you want to talk about um, your experience with Clueless? Sure. Um, I would say like most things that are good, I didn't realize that it existed until later in life, probably not until like, honestly, a few years ago, within the past five years, I like truly honed in on Clueless. So I don't have like a childhood relationship with it. Um, I don't have a teen relationship with it. But I, I don't know, Alicia Silverstone is is like the epitome of, of beautiful. And Brittany Murphy, mm-hmm. right? I was gonna say Brittany Snow. I'm not... I, it's a little, it's a little late fair. in the day. But, yeah. um, but Brittany Murphy, <laughs> I'm a big fan of hers. She sparkles. Um, and Paul Rudd. I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's no um, flaws. Lillian, what is your relationship with this movie? Pretty similar. I don't think that I saw it until I was probably in college. So it wasn't like a like a seminal teen film for me. Um, but I, too, am a big Alicia Silverstone fan. I just watched her in a shark movie um <laughs> which came out last year and was nuts <laughs> wait is it called a shark movie no it's called <laughs> that i wish like <laughs> wait like she gets attacked by a shark yeah well specifically oh. two men in her company get attacked by sharks like oh, separately okay. and then she well i won't give anything away oh shit okay, maybe we should watch this <laughs> If you do um, watch it, just be prepared because she screams the craziest scream you've ever heard in your entire Oh, cool. Life. That's so exciting to me. 
Um, I agree. I didn't watch this movie in full until college either, but I had seen it. I want to say that I I remember, you know, when like HBO or um, there's like a there's a um, montage of like, here are the classic movies that HBO is bringing to your screen. And then they just show classic scenes from films. Like, I feel like Alicia Silverstone in like various outfits in this movie is like always something that is shown. And then I remember just being like, when will I ever see this movie? I never seem to catch it on. And I don't know if that was like it was on at a later time or it was on during the day when I was in school. I just never it was never one of those movies that I used to catch on just like serendipitously. Whereas like the various scary movies I like watched oh, different parts God. of because they were always on. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were just always there. Like scary movie one, scary movie two. Yeah, they like one of them was just always on. For me, it was oh, Scary Movie wow. 3. I've seen that movie 400 times. And what's so stupid is the reason why I saw that. It was part of like, it was part of MTV or VH1's movies that rock or movies we love. And so they <laughs> would just, they had like, they had the rights to maybe eight movies. But Clueless should have been included in that. Uh, well, I'm wondering, I wonder if they show it during the daytime. I was going to say maybe Gen X, it's more for Gen Xers and maybe like they're showing it for people who are at home and don't work. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I was upset that I hadn't watched it earlier. I wanted to ask, what was, can you all remember when was the first time or like what your initial contact was with Paul Rudd? Wow. That's a great question. Because I feel like... I feel like the generation a little bit older than us is like, like remembers this and like remembers being attracted to Paul Rudd as a young person. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's really weird, but I think the first thing I saw him in was maybe Knocked Up, <laughs> which oh, is not yeah. at all like a big Paul Rudd role, but like, that's like the one I can remember the most. <laughs> oh. I think that, oh geez, mine might've, might've honestly been this, but I, don't think that I registered him as like a handsome man because I was so repulsed by the idea of having like a good looking step sibling that I just couldn't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I couldn't it's think hard. About like that. I I feel like Paul Rudd is one of those people I had to be taught is attractive, and now I think he's like very, 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 very Wait. attractive. But like when I initially when he initially came into my life, probably because when I first saw him, I was younger and he was much older. I was like, oh, okay. that's just a dude. Then I learned he's really attractive. Then I saw the skit. Who taught um, you? Oh. oh, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I really. Freaking frick! I can't even tell you like another movie he's in it in this mindset. But he does this uh, skit that's on the something and Eric. What's the? Oh, the Tim the- and Eric skit. Tim and Eric. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so good. There's a skit where he he uh eh. Walter, what's that skit called with what's the skit called with 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 what's the skit called with uh Paul Rudd? Celery Man. He's in a skit called Celery Man. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. So then you like you liked him because of his comedy chops? Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> Who are other actors that you had to be taught were attractive? Okay, well there's also people that I was taught were attractive that I don't think are attractive like who's the guy from Mad Men, the lead? Oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh Don <my> Draper. <laughs> 
John Ham. Yeah. You don't think John Ham is handsome? You don't think John Ham is handsome? Like handsome? I know that he's attractive. Like I know he is, but he's I don't. He's so funny think in Kimmy Schmidt too. I think he's great in Thirty Rock. I like his Thirty Rock. Character. Yeah, he's hilarious. Anyway, um. <laughs> is there anyone that you all know, Lillian? Is there someone that you know is attractive but you don't think they're attractive? Okay, this is psychotic that this came to mind, but Victor Garber. <laughs> Victor <laughs> Garber. What is, uh, of, of what is like, what, what made and... you think this? Like, what, who, <laughs> who hurt you and was like, why don't you think he's attractive? I have this, I, oh, geez. He's a dad in another... Titanic, Jane. Oh, my yeah, God, no, he, a... he's in Annie. That's my, that's my <laughs> Victor Garber <laughs> yes, relationship. Annie. He's in Annie. He's in Annie. Legally Blonde. He's in. the he's the teacher in Legally Blonde. Yeah, or, he's uh, the gross one, the really yeah, icky, yeah. the pervert one. But I remember seeing him in Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, the greatest movie ever made. Love and I think I was like watching it with my mom, and I remember her being like, "Wow, Victor Garber!" Like, "Hubba, hubba!" Oh, interesting. And I think that might have just employed like a visceral disgust in me as well. Most. Of- <laughs> I'm so I'm 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 uh, so restricted by my own disgust. It's okay. We're not pro incest either. Um, I think that my answer to that, Jane, would be maybe Brad Pitt, who we talked about oh. last episode a little bit. Oh wow! Um, but also similarly, my mom is obsessed with him, and so is her mm-hmm. best friend. They've been like best friends since the third grade, and they like both love him. Brad Pitt is from my hometown in Missouri. <gasps> kind of a fun no fact. Way. Mm-hmm. He comes back there- sometimes. No. Oh. I'm serious. <laughs> what does he do? Does just to he, get coffee? He goes to this well, his parents are there still, and he goes to this pizza restaurant called <gasps> Aris Pizza. And so when it's like Christmas time, I swear to you, people will like post up at Aris Pizza and be like, Well, wonder if we're gonna see Brad today. Oh my god. Oh, I have to ask, because we talked about this in the last episode. Do you know that he has been accused of abuse <laughs> by his ex-wife Angelina Jolie? I think Jane. I knew, just learned this today. I swear to God, y'all. I think I just saw it on Twitter today. Okay, it's maybe it's the something world people is finding should out. know. Yeah, I'm, I'm spreading is. the word. I will sometimes. I'll be on Twitter, and there will be you know on the right side where there's like uh, trending or like breaking news and stuff. There will be yeah. like a fact that I know for a fact happened like weeks ago or months ago. That's just like now trending, and so like maybe maybe that'll happen too. Maybe that's happening right now, Jane, and you started it. I do feel like Maya Angelou's death is always trending. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Clueless is our second Amy Heckerling movie, the writer and director who also did Fast Times. Um, and wow. she does talk about... Wait, did you not know this, Jane? No, I didn't. Okay. She also talks about Fast Times because she talks about how everybody loves the stoner in Fast Times, Jeff Spicoli. And how she thinks that it's not that he's a stoner that everyone loves him. It's because he's very positive. So mm. she was like, why aren't there any, like, positive, happy characters? And I'm like, well, it's also because he's a stoner. But um, she was like, w- I want to, like, have, like, she w- she said, I want to do, like, Pride and Prejudice Emma in real life. And Pride and Prejudice wait, what am I Emma? Saying? <laughs> <laughs> Jane Austen Emma. <laughs> <laughs> the author pride and prejudice <laughs> um i want to do emma in in, in um uh, modern life and then i also want she was like i want like a rose colored gla- rose tinted glasses mm-hmm, sure. um, <laughs> kind of person positive person and put them in beverly hills um and she um did the same thing that she did for fast times which is that she observed teens um which is also something we 
I feel like, do on this podcast. Wait, are you surprised? <laughs> yeah, we're doing... No, we're doing scientific research we're on doing this research. podcast. Yeah. Yep. Um, sh- she said that one thing I observed about high school girls was that they were in a constant state of grooming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. I used to carry around one of those little, um, like, Maybelline powder compacts. And I swear to you, oh. I would I would fully, like, like, oh, I have to go. I have to powder my nose. I was, like, very conscious of my grease. That's incredible. I had those um, blotting like papers oh, yeah and unfortunately uh something i like to do was save them Uh-oh. so instead of i i i wanted to get the most use out of them as possible no. so i would like blot and then i would mm. put it in the thing and then i would use it later which is <laughs> just no, it would really disturb my friends when i would like go to give them a blotting paper but uh, <laughs> I, I'm an efficient person. I'm going to use every last bit of that blue Neutrogena chemical-laden paper. <laughs> oh, my God. Paper. And it had the little sticky thing on the lid. And mm-hmm. so when you opened the lid, then you could just pull one. Wow, that really yeah, wait, brings me you're back. You're, like, making it, like, ergonomically it didn't do that like, for useless. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew this girl. Um, I went to an all-girls school for a while, and I knew this girl who would trim her own split ends with, like, real like hair cutting scissors and now she's a makeup artist oh that's cool so maybe she learned something yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's good um i wanted to say that we love alicia silverstone obviously some people who were also suggested for the part include gwyneth paltrow angelina jolie and carrie russell um i think they also did a meeting with reese witherspoon um and all of these people had more films like under their belt than Alicia Silverstone, but she ultimately won. Uh, very she exciting. Won. <laughs> and it is kind of. It would be interesting. I, I will say that if Gwyneth Paltrow got the role because she was Emma, correct? Ah, I've never seen that. Um, mm. that. Me neither. Uh, version. I have. I just there. like remember the cover of the DVD with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, <laughs> it says yellow. I remember wearing yellow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a pretty ugly yellow dress. Oh, wow. Um, Ben Affleck and Zach Braff also auditioned for um Josh. What? Zach, Zach Braff. Braff? Your face is both like. <laughs> your face is. <laughs> at Ben Affleck, there was like, hmm, interesting, and then at Zach Braff, it was like. Imagine an emoji, and then the smiley part just turns down. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm just imagining Zach, this poor man's manager or agent being like, okay, so you're going to go out for this part, and the whole deal is that you're, like, a troublingly, like, upsettingly hot stepbrother <laughs> to Zach Braff. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> is, there, is there something, like, I'm missing about, like, step-siblings and, like, finding your step sibling or cousin hot like can i defend this okay okay Okay. i think okay first of all it is weird in the book which i tried to read and then i found it very boring so i watched the um anya taylor what's her name the new emma i watched her emma and i thought i like that yeah yeah thought it was fantastic i think i told you to watch that anyway Maybe you did, whatever. Um, <laughs> in this movie, Clueless, I think we're supposed to believe that they are, first of all, they are ex-step siblings, and we're supposed to believe that they did not spend a lot of time together when they were young. And it it's easy to look past that because they're, like, just hanging out now. But at one point, she's like, I never saw you. Like, I barely, like, uh, I forget. Oh, because it's her dad. She, she's like, he was barely even married to your mom. So I'm defending that plot point. 
Wait, are they Wait. step siblings in <laughs> Emma also? Do we know? They're cousins. They're they're like they oh, they're Lord. some sort of cousin. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it is. Yeah, mm. but that was like you know years and years ago. That was sure. when cousins always were were marrying. <laughs> we're always falling in love. Um, constantly. did you did either of you know that they are adapting the film into a TV series? No, on Peacock? that's kind of a bummer. On the cock of all places. On the cock, yeah. Uh, the the line I have picked for this is a baby pink and bisexual blue tinted oat milk latte and Adderall fueled look at what happens when high school queen B Cher disappears and her lifelong number two Dion steps into Cher's vacant Air Jordans. Wait. Oh my god. So they're just using the IP to make a like a thriller. It's basically um Scream Queens or or like New Gossip Girl. It's all the yeah. same. They're just doing all of the same shit. Uh, I'm pretty upset about it, actually. Um, the more, the better, like, sort of more recent news that I found was that Alicia Silverstone was voted sexiest female vegetarian by PETA. <laughs> <laughs> I think she may be anti-vax. Don't quote me on that. Do oh, not no. quote me on that. No, you know I what? can see that. I, I'm looking it up. But, I'm um, upset that continue. I didn't look up who is the sexiest male vegetarian in the same year. Oh, I'm, I'm almost they positive they voted James Cromwell. They are so <laughs> oh. are so involved with James Cromwell. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, They love who, his work in Babe. Dax Shepard. I remember they like tried to nominate him and he was like, but I sort of eat like chicken sometimes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, canceled. Not not allowed. No, he was just, he he wasn't canceled. He was just like I, but I'm not. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. She wrote a letter to Vladimir Putin asking that vegan meals be made available to Russian prisoners. Okay, should we uh, priorities, should we jump baby? In? <laughs> Let's jump in. Let's go in. Okay, I'm just confirming very quickly that <laughs> Alicia Silverstone is anti-vax. At least at one point, she was anti-vax. Okay, Cher is a gorgeous, fashionable, and rich teen living in Beverly Hills with her lawyer father. Her mom died from a botched liposuction when she was a baby. Her best friend, Dion, another gorgeous rich girl, is in a long-term, dramatic relationship with her boyfriend, Murray. Cher thinks he's immature, like all high school boys. Her ex-stepbrother, Josh, is a socially conscious college student who teases Cher for being vain. After getting a bad grade, Cher tries her usual tactics to improve it. Mr. Hall won't comply, so Cher orchestrates a romance between between him and Miss Geist. The entire school benefits from Mr. Hall and Miss Geist being in a better mood, and Cher's father is proud that she negotiated her way into better grades. <laughs> uh, I, first of all, I forgot that her mom died from a botched liposuction. Yeah. I totally forgot about that detail. Um, that's so bananas. The script is so funny. Um, I just... Thinking back on this, I'm wondering if y'all were ever like at the center of a teacher romance in high school. Did either of you ever see that? We talked about this recently, so I'll just quickly fill you in that there were two teachers that like divorced their partners and got married at my school. How recently was that? Or it it was when I was at school, so you know, two years ago. (laughs) Did it benefit the whole school? (laughs) Not at all. No. I didn't have any I didn't have any teachers like that, but I did have a teacher who would like tell us about like who told us that two men had proposed to her and she had turned them both down. And Love then that. um I transferred away from that school and I never got to hear like the full stories because <laughs> everybody said that she only told you that 
in like senior year. And wow. I was like, so she tells every senior that, year it's, class. It's her that? way of um getting people to graduate, like getting yeah. the graduation <laughs> rates up. I'll save the best part until senior year. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Lillian, did you have a teacher romance at your school? Well, so not really. I there wasn't like a like a steamy active romance, but there the the choir teacher was married to one of the English teachers, and the English teacher was this like man in his late fifties, early sixties, who was a folk singer on the side, and I will just always remember him playing us his ten minute folk tape about nine eleven. What 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 did he have to say about 9/11? Was he like into it or against it? Was it in class? It was in class and I think we were doing oh. some sort of a, a lesson on like odes maybe or like a like a heroic mm. the hero's journey but it was like very sad like it was poignant like I def- I remember the line and the great towers fell and he goes and the great towers fell and sounded like <laughs> Oh. Um, and he played <laughs> he played under a stage name which was really funny and i won't say because i want to respect his privacy but sure, um sure. oh yeah that was all i had was she into it yeah oh my god yeah they were hot and heavy like well into their 60s they shared a great Aww. love of music oh very sweet about 9-11 yeah <laughs> uh similar to the liposuction death um all the kids i i don't think i've noticed this before until this viewing but a lot of the women have like bandages on their nose and their chins because oh, of yeah. plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get that. And then I also like that all the yeah. kids in the classroom are fully like not paying attention. They're on their phones or doing their makeup. Yes, I do think that's fine. I do think this this movie does something really great that I don't think I don't think movies and TV will ever try to do ever again, which is like how do you make this, like, selfish, popular girl the protagonist while making her, like, kind of dumb, but, like, also not totally unlikable and then also still, like, obviously, like, exaggerated but still believable and you can empathize with her? Like, it's just never going to happen. It's never going to happen again. It's never yeah, happen she's again. so winsome. I feel and that it's the same yes. thing, I feel like, with Legally Blonde. Like, I was thinking the dip that. so winsome. You want her to win. Yeah. Um, I had a car insurance agent named Winsome Clark and I... <laughs> remember her forever because her name was she's really good at her job and i think the name winsome clark is great did she get you a good rate no she was just like super responsive and like very helpful and like i did have like an accident okay i was gonna say i was working with her and like um she was just like very helpful yeah wow she was winsome anyway i wanted to ask if any of you or anyone you know ever tried to get a grade changed oh geez I think that I was probably too scared to ask for that uh, telling. I did. You know what? In college, I did. I had to do an independent study with a really mean teacher, and I tried to get my grade changed at the very end of my senior year, and he wouldn't change it. But that that's not a very exciting it's story. It's inconsistent I wish I had more. in college too, because I feel like in college, some of the te- some of the professors are like entertained by it, and they're like, yeah. "Yeah, you can try and ask me," and then some of them are like, "No, that's unfair." Yeah, this guy was so mean. Oh, God, he was the worst. I don't know. What about you guys? I I definitely never just asked for them to change my grade, but I would go and go over an essay with them. Like, I would be like, can we talk, can we talk about this? Or, like, I would go and do extra credit. But, no, I would never I, – I could never do be brave enough just to ask. Um, I had – oh, my God. I feel like maybe someone who remembers this is going to listen to this. There was one very fateful history test that was, like, a huge chunk of our grade. I want to say in, like, maybe 10th grade. 
um, that our teacher put the last question on the very back of the last page and like 10-ish people, including me, didn't see it, like didn't turn the paper over and didn't see that there was another one and it was like 10 points. Um, And we all uh, (laughs) ganged up together and um, (laughs) like went and like ambushed her and asked for a meeting and asked her to change it and um one of the girls who i pulled into the 10 people who i like found out had also forgotten her mom was like head of the pta and i did that strategically so did it work yeah we got to take we got to do the question over nice share vibes (laughs) big time that rocks if without her, it wouldn't have worked. So she's a doctor now. <laughs> that's, that's all I'll say. It's because of those 10 points that she yeah. became a doctor. Um, my only other question here was, would you have used the clothing app that she has in her computer? That's like matching outfits. Yeah, I often wish that I had that. One time I did try to make like a Google Doc of all my garments, which is so embarrassing. Like, No, no, I I like think it would be so useful if you could have this. It would like I would use it. Yeah. Yeah. I would look fresh every day. Well, okay. Would I though? Now that I say that, I don't know if I would look fresh every day or if I would just wear the same t-shirt and pants that I wear every single day. That's exactly it. Yeah. I think realistically is that if I had to like manually update it every time I like got or like got rid of clothing, it would just not happen because I can, I am already like, for example, I'm already putting off taking out my summer clothing. Like I still haven't taken it out. What? Yeah, it's so freaking hot. I know. I'm just, well, I'm pulling individual things out and I oh, still okay. haven't like done like the drawer switch kind oh, of. Understood. I just like pull individual stuff out and it's, it's really stupid. I do want to know the technology that went into that in 1995. Like, yeah, it's, it's great. They took, they, they took photos on film and then they like <laughs> put it into a computer somewhere. How, but, but also Lillian, your comment about wearing the same t-shirt is like, that's me because I have I have two pairs of shorts. <laughs> so how many outfits can I come up with that? Like that means for every shirt, there are two bottom options. Like it's it wouldn't be useful for me. I love to think about that in terms of like mid aughts, like magazine fashion tips. Like you only have two shorts, like tie a sarong around your waist, like make a whole new outfit. I feel like that was always a thing. Like use a use a bikini top for a, a shirt over another shirt. Like something I did. Yeah, use a necklace as a belt. Exactly. Yeah. I was about to say the belt. Sho- put a shoelace in your belt loops. <laughs> only pants. Fuck. Okay, let's keep going. Seeing her teachers in love, Cher realizes she likes doing good deeds and decides to adopt new girl Ty, who she considers tragically unhip. Ty crushes on Travis, a pothead skateboarder, but Cher says no respectable girl would go for him. Did I just say, what did I say? (laughs) No respectable girl. (laughs) No no, No respectable girl would go for him. Cher and Diane give Ty a makeover, changing her look from grunge to preppy. At a party, Cher tries to pair up Ty and snobby Elton, a popular boy, but he's clearly interested in Cher. Then Murray shaves his head, leading to a fight with Dion. While on the drive home, Elton forces himself on Cher, so she gets out of the car, only to be mugged. Josh and his crunchy girlfriend pick Cher up. Okay, a couple of things here that I think are really important. First, we need to think about the way that Ty says Elton's name. (laughs) 
<laughs> at the party. Do you know what I'm talking about? She goes, she calls him LN. <laughs> she goes, That's really cute. It's crazy. She's like, hey, LN. And every time I'm like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And then secondly, I think it's really important that we take a second to reflect on the scene where Murray is getting his head shaved at the party and he's like running his his tongue over his braces yeah <laughs> you know, yes. He's like, yes like i'm about to look so awesome um and then thirdly the thing that is so nuts about all of this is it's so clear when Cher is pursuing the makeover that ty like fucks more than any of them i've read this funny quote from Brittany murphy where her character oh this is later in the movie but she says to um Cher, you're a, a virgin who can't drive. And she was yeah. like, I was a virgin who couldn't drive. So Brittany Murphy <laughs> was a virgin, but yes, that's yes so you, cute. you're right that uh, her character is like, is cooler than them in many yeah. ways. 100%. And she has an amazing singing voice, as we see when Travis asks her to sing Rollin' with the Homies. Or is that Elton? Absolutely. Or uh, I think, homies. yeah, I think yeah. Elton. I do think, yeah, I do think something fun about her is she's just like, not supposed to fit into any of the cliques she's just kind of when when compared to sort of these other high schoolers that are all little stereotypes like she's just kind of like out of the blue and uh, like what is her deal and nobody can kind of figure her out and she's just having fun and that's what's so good about her um (laughs) i did also want to point out that there's like some great things going on at the party i do think marie like marie like does strange things like when he's like smiling at Dion and then yes, he also so. always looks he also always looks sweaty in this movie. <laughs> like I just don't think they do him any favors. Like I feel like they just like left him and were shooting something else and like came back to him when he was already sweating. And then there's a scene where like um Cher's like trying keep she keeps trying to like have Ty and like Elton Elton um Elton. pay attention to each other. But there's a scene where he's just like sitting on the bed with a bunch of girls also just sitting on the edge of the bed and they're all just kind of like rocking back and forth to the beat of the music. And I was like, that kind of looks fun. Like <laughs> they're Wait, like kids. The one where they're going like this and then they yeah, go back. Yeah, I love it. I love it. They're like kind of shimmying back and forth. And I'm like, I kind of want to do that with him too. Like, I would enjoy that. Is the proper way <laughs> to say his name Elton? Like, Elton you want you want you want me to hit the T? Yeah, because it's L- like I feel like it's a British Elton. name, or is that stupid? I, I just the only other Elton I know is Elton John. Elton, yeah, Elton, John. Elton, Elton. Elton. Okay, um, Elton. wouldn't it be crazy if Zach Braff had gotten the part and then he would have? How does he know that the because the other guy Murray he's in Scrubs too. <gasps> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say Scrubs, yeah. But I don't know when they met. Um, okay, of course I. I enjoy when Cher gives the rundown of the clicks. That's that's huge for me. Huge for me. Um, did you all notice their outfits in gym class? Which is, they're all wearing <laughs> black and white. So I, it's but they're not wearing uniforms. They're they're Wait, in very yes. chic black it's and like, white. It's go like go black and white party. <laughs> like yeah yeah. <laughs> And then also, <laughs> there's a scene when Paul Rudd has to make a sandwich, and it's really stressful to watch because <laughs> he just sort of puts mayo directly onto, like, one slice of turkey. And I'm like, they could have, I don't know, he could have done that better. Give him, Ooh, give my him dad another does one. That. What? Oh, my dad eats, he does this every day, or at least he has, like, as long as he's been in the working world for lunch every day, he wow. eats a one slice of turkey, one slice of deli turkey between two slices of bread, and that's, like, his... That's his lunch. That's his whole thing. He just that's added an what? apple. That's his that's whole like, deal. That's like adding like a pinch of salt. 
I know. I'm like, dad, you've got to eat more calories, more yeah, turkey. That's not enough. Not enough for a golfer. Okay. I did want to ask you all, what was PE like at your school? Oof. Punitive. Oh. I feel. <laughs> I feel. Well, I was just talking to someone about this. We, in elementary school, we had this PE teacher named Coach Norton. Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Norton. Uh, I remember one time I had, I have asthma, um, kind of a cool thing to know about me and I couldn't finish Same. the mile run because I had an asthma attack oh, oh and God. I was like hey like I have to go to the nurse I'm getting an asthma attack I can't do this anymore and he was like begrudgingly he was like okay I'll put you down as a 17 minute miler <gasps> and that stuck with what a me dick. yeah that is that's a little cruel yeah very it was cruel. like a, it was a lifelong label what about y'all fucking Norton antivirus yeah, Norton. antivirus ass <laughs> name okay um <laughs> I had a strange PE experience My, because my all-girls school didn't do any contact sports. Uh, how very uh, sexist. Um, and so, like, I, for a long time, like, growing up at the school, I only did, like, table tennis. And, like, we were, we, we did do volleyball because technically volleyball is not a contact sport. But you can't do, like, soccer. You can't do basketball. You can't do, like, a lot of, like, pretty normal sports. Um, there's a lot of softball, uh, volleyball, table tennis, dance in PE. Whoa. Um, and then I, like, switched to a, like, more standard, like, American, like, international school where PE was, like, more, like, everything. And I was totally, like, I couldn't do anything. But my, my memory of that is that, um, all the jocks anyway could, like, take, like, their sport, like, if they got their coach to sign off, they didn't have to do PE. And so, yes. like, at least you weren't in PE with jocks because that would have been, like, a little doubly humiliating. Also hated the mile run. Also hated the beep test, the, which yes. not oh. everybody did. Um, although I did have a hot guy in my class the time that I did the beep test, and I had a big crush on him, and he was very nice to me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He probably liked you, too. No. Yeah, what, did you guys ever, like, hang out or... No, know. but well, so in the in the PE class, the teacher raised your grade if when you're not playing, like you're on the bench for something, you're like very vocal, vocally supportive to others. Oh, my oh that's was, nice. When I was doing the beep test, like we were near each other and he was like, all right, guys, let's go. And he like winked at me. And I was like, <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. But then I dropped out of the beep test way earlier than him because I can't run. It's horrible. I have I a like, whole essay bye. in my book about the beep test that I'm pretty excited what? about. Whoa. I, yeah. It was like huge. I'm going to read it and cry. <laughs> you will because it was horrible. Beep test was not part of my life. Um, the gym, my gym culture was like super lame and like you didn't have to really work very hard. It was still unpleasant because I mean changing is the worst thing ever and like you don't yeah. have enough time and it just smells. Yeah. Um, there's never enough time. But I, I – we d- we did we ran the mile maybe once and then we never did it again and we played a lot of racquetball and it was just very very chill and very lame i unfortunately had a very type a teacher for pe who like did what the school like wanted which was like you run the mile at the beginning and the end so that yes. you can see if you improved and so but the we thing had to is- run the mile twice which sucked there was never any training in between. Yeah, like no. I don't. They never like. No, taught, tra- they, they didn't give us any like. <laughs> they weren't teaching us how to control our breathing no, while not running at the all. mile. Like it was. There was the benchmark was ridiculous. Yeah, and we we definitely had days where like instead of doing any of the sports, he would just like have us play like capture the flag or something, and that was always the most fun because you could just kind of feel like a kid. Um, 
so I'm, I'm okay with that. And I did make one friend. I was a new kid at that school and I made one friend who was in my PE class, um, who like, I'm still friends with and came to my wedding. So I'm, oh, I'm grateful nice. for that. Yeah. I do think that gym friends are special because, um, I've said this before, but I was academically, I was just in a lot of the same, with a lot of the same kids, but with right, Jim, you right. can kind of mix it up. And I got to be friends with this one girl, Lauren, and she told me about, um, like strawberry lube and oh. stuff like that. <laughs> Whoa. What are other things like that? She talked about how she was like dating this guy and they like made out in um in an elevator and then at at the church maybe that they went to together and then he got an erection and then the <laughs> elevator door opened and everyone saw. No what an accessible church. Um I do have a line from this part of the movie before we move on where she says, "Let's go home, have a calorie fest and put on the new blank like in their time like i forget which actor she said (laughs) but what would this be now like there's no standard male heartthrob character that's in everything timothy chalamet oh you know like maybe he's a real actor he's sort of in i mean it's like can you imagine two girls being like and let's go throw on call me by your name I mean, it's sort of funny. I guess but... maybe Jacob Elordi. Yeah, maybe. Who's that? I don't know who that is. What the fuck? The kissing I don't know. booth. The kissing booth and Euphoria. The scary guy in Euphoria. I, I don't want to. I don't watch Euphoria because they seem so, That's good. so mean. The kids seem so mean, and I just don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to see them. It's accurate. Each other. That's okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there's. Well, the thing is, too, there are no. There are no teen or like young like adventure movies or like. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, there's no, I there's what no, you're like, with you. yeah, there's no exciting guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I feel like it's always reruns. Like, if I'm gonna go home and like have a calorie fest with my friends, and I'm, we're gonna do like, we're gonna watch like old YouTube episodes of Storm Stories or like, uh, like Law and Order or something dumb. Like, I feel like it's never anything. I don't know. There's nothing new anymore. You know what I mean? Are people attracted? Are teens now attracted to the people in Marvel movies? That's a really good question. Is Tom That's Holland attractive? I do know. I have one friend who does find Tom Holland very attractive. He's like definitely her type, but like I'm 30, so that doesn't count. Um, but, like, <laughs> do teens now find Tom Holland attractive? My little sister, who granted is 21, but she's almost, <laughs> you know, she's close to That's a teen. She yeah. likes Miles Teller a lot. Ooh, I, I like her. him. Yeah, she texted me earlier and she said, do you have a big crush on Miles Teller? Because I do, which I thought was cute. Because oh, of Top Gun, everyone's talking about him. Yeah. I liked I him first. somebody with his mustache. But he is kind of like not a great person. He doesn't seem like the if, coolest yeah. guy. I don't know if I like the mustache, no. to be honest. Okay, we'll shit oh, all I- over it. <laughs> let's let's uh let's move on okay when fashionable new student christian arrives Cher is immediately interested to get his attention she sends herself flowers and chocolates they go to a party together and a jealous josh follows along dancing with ty to be nice christian comes over for movie night and Cher tries to seduce him with a lighting concept and baking but he's clearly not interested finally marie explains that christian is gay Cher and Christian remain shopping buddies. Ty has a near-death experience at the mall, bringing her popularity to new highs. She's the new queen bee, even being a jerk to Travis, and Cher starts to feel insecure. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Uh, Christian's character is so fun because he's just like very into 
like jazz and swing culture, <laughs> which I think is really funny. Um, totally. Specifically, like when he uses old timey language and says like nice stems when she's like <laughs> debuting her calves at him, which is kind <laughs> of a, a hot thing to do. Um, but uh, what I really want to talk about is Ty's near death experience at the mall because I can relate so much to like being in high school and wanting something interesting to happen to me. Wait, are we good? I thought no, you were going to say I just thought you, you can relate to falling off. No, no I, but I wanted something like that to happen so bad so that I could like, you know, I wanted to like be born in Latvia or like have, be, <laughs> like, have a horse break my ankle by accident. Like so, there's, I desperately wanted something interesting. Some people could be like, oh my God, like that's silly. Did you hear what happened to her? Like she was born in Latvia. <laughs> I knew this girl who in middle school got dengue fever and like oh. she was okay, but like we all were like, she could die. She was okay. Like we were just like so excited when she was out of class for like See, multiple yes. days. It was just very tragic and she was fine. To be like touched by tragedy, like I can't remember if we talked about this the last time I was on with y'all, but I, the uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard murder happened in my hometown mm, and there was yes, a yes, girl yes. who knew them who went to my high school and she had this air of like, it was so fabulous that she had been touched by such a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely used to think that as well. It's extremely cool. Yeah. I also wanted to say about Christian that he basically wears what NYU girls wear right now, which is like... <laughs> really colorful like thrifted like or like consignment designer like button-up shirts and like tight pants Uh, and like a nice trouser i will say like i wouldn't like him like he's annoying um yeah but he i do respect how cool he is in front of Cher's father Cher's father (laughs) who is very scary scary. he's just not scary he's not scared of him which is which is really cool i gotta say I do. Yeah, I like the outfits in this part. There's also Ty goes to a party where she is wearing like, to my mind, an outfit that Cardi B has worn in a music video, which I'm now thinking (laughs) maybe is from this. Do you know what I'm talking about? The video where she's wearing like colorful like 80s wear with Bruno Mars in it. Anyway, um, but I wanted to ask. um, So we get the like classic like share like gets dressed in something nice and then Paul Rudd looks at her when she's on the stairs. But I wanted to ask if any of you had any experience with a member of your family reacting to what you're wearing to a party? Ugh. Oh. Jeez. Oh, do you, you sound like you do, Jane. Yeah, Jane. I don't I don't know if I want to share this. Too late. Okay, I <gasps> I for my junior prom <laughs> my when my dad saw me he went, "Jane the babe." Oh! <laughs> Which is, like, what makes this even more gross is, like, babe is his term for babes. But but it's not just, like, I mean, that sounds obvious, but I'm... Oh, not, like, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Not, uh, like, hey, babe. I don't want to... Never mind. I'm I'm done talking about it. (laughs) Jane the babe. That's so good. You've Uh, heard of Jane the virgin. (laughs) (laughs) She's all grown up. She's a babe. Jeez. I can't think of anything. I am, like, kind of scared of that happening because I... <laughs> feel weird about mushy stuff with my mom and dad. I'm like, bah, like, oh, get away. It's that visceral disgust again. So I think about like walking down the aisle someday and like my dad shedding a tear. That's like my worst nightmare. And, like, and oh. your stomach turning over with disgust. Just yes, never get like, married. Don't look at me. Yeah, don't. It's not worth it. Don't get married. I'll just go down the aisle in a tarp. So he's like, what is she up to? Instead of like, wow, she's so beautiful. 
Um, my mom was very, like, wary of me wearing anything that she deemed revealing. Um, but I remember one time we went shopping together. I think this was, like, before freshman year of college. And I wanted to have, like, a dress I could, like, wear. I don't know. Just, like, one, like, slightly nicer, like, daytime dress. Um... For to wear for like formal things for school or something like that, she was like, You should have one. Um, and it was like one of the only one of the first and only strapless dresses that I've worn. And she was like, Like, that's so like, like, that's so revealing. (laughs) And then she like looked at me again and she was like, It really is nice though. And I was like, Yes, it looks so good that like she's okay with it. (laughs) That's nice. But she calls um revealing clothing. She goes, "It's so bold," <laughs> and I, I remember cute. it because the sales lady thought that she meant like the colors were bold, and she was like, "No, it's kind of neutral, actually." And I was like, "That's <laughs> not what she means." <laughs> That's so cute. Issa was showing clavicle, and it was <laughs> crazy. Um, I really and like calf. the scene at the party where Brittany Murphy. <laughs> She fully falls down the stairs. <laughs> like, it's so yes, good. Yes. And then she's just dancing by herself and, like, trying. She's, like, changing up her clothing. She's changing up her overalls and her her, yeah. her sweatshirt. And it's just so cute. And ah, she's cute. She's cute. <sighs> she is cute. cute. One of our finest. Art, rest in peace. Yeah. I'm a little curious about the name Ty and, like, what it's supposed to be. Like what's going on there? I feel like it is like an like an aerobics instructor name. I feel like that's <laughs> like a like T A I, right? I think is how it's spelled, and it's like I feel like that's like a very like she has a little leotard on kind of name. That, that <laughs> and that's that all tracks. I have to say about that. <laughs> Do we that think it's short like for it. something? <sighs> Maybe like Tatiana. <laughs> Tatiana, my tie. <laughs> My tie, yes, tie short for my tie. On her birth certificate, yeah. Um, Okay, let's let's move on. Finish her up. A distracted share fails her driving test and is unable to negotiate a better result. Back at home, Ty confesses she has feelings for Josh. Cher, feeling anxious, says Josh isn't right for Ty, and Ty calls Cher a virgin who can't drive. After some reflective shopping, Cher finally realizes that she is in love with Josh. Cher decides to give her soul a makeover and leads a disaster relief effort. At Travis's skateboarding show, Ty and Cher apologize to each other. When Cher makes a mistake with her father's case, Josh defends her and they kiss. Mr. Hall and Miss Geist get married and all the couples are happily together. Oh, it is tidy. Um, <laughs> I do like that one of like the the, the clo- important closing moments. The friends making up takes place at the skateboard show. Like, what a rad background! <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> on which to build the rest of your friendship. I totally forgot that. I really like speaking of friendship. I really like the fight scene between Cher and Ty. Like, I think it like the whole thing is it's one of the most like realistic parts of the dialogue in the whole movie. Like. The sort of escalation to how they get so mad that she says, like, the iconic line is, like, really well done. And then you can tell, like, immediately Ty realizes, like, she's gone too far and they're just both really awkward and they go <laughs> off. And, like, it's just so, I, I don't know, it's it's so perfect to me. Like, I think it, um, it just, like, makes me like them even more. And, uh, yeah, and you, like, care about them at this point. You care about them being friends. I agree. Do you remember ever having a fight like that with the friends in high school? I don't know if, like, anything that blatant, because honestly, I was just, like, too scared to, like, ever, like, have an outburst like that. But I've definitely had, 
moments where like we know that we're pissed off at each other and so we like are, like the awkwardness at the end when they're like uh okay like i guess i'll see you like later <laughs> like i've definitely <laughs> been in that state of mind like multiple times with friends where we're like uh like this will uh we'll fix it later like we're just it's stressful let's go home <laughs> i yes i was similar i only had one and it was with uh, my best friend who was also friends with the parkour guy and she <laughs> she ended up uh choosing him over me which was fair because he was well i mean let's be he was energetic he was he was like you know he was fun to have around and i was just always napping (laughs) but we had this like fight about it and the biggest insult that i could muster (laughs) was that uh it was weird how much she liked the mountain goats (laughs) (laughs) which i like the mountain goats now i know but like in hindsight like she had great taste but i was like it's it's like get another like find something else to be into oh, like it's no, that's good it's that's weird good. that you're so into the mountain goats that's a good like, burn that's pretty good yeah <laughs> i was too scared to do anything like that how about you jane no my fights were more tragic i mean yeah i never had any like medium-sized fights with friends that i can remember i wanted to ask what was your driving test like oh oh gosh okay so i uh grew up in southern Missouri in like a small city of like 100,000 people but then the trick was to go to a very small town near my parents house like a small rural town because everybody knew they were easier on you there for the driver's Mm. test (laughs) like classic rural situation yeah Um, so we went to Nixa Missouri uh coincidentally the fictional hometown of Jason Bourne and I took my driver's (laughs) test there and it was a like an intimidating woman in like a big brown like a like a like a conservationist outfit, I guess, is the only way that <laughs> like I can think to describe Like a bird watching it. outfit? Yeah, yeah. Like, she looked like she was ready to go and, like, identify some leaves. But she sat in the passenger seat and <laughs> I had to take the test to my mom's uh, Hummer <laughs> because Holy that was shit. the only car that we had. Um, and so I, yeah. I learned to drive in it and then I took the test in it and... I nearly failed because she had to tell me to stop one time when I almost didn't stop. And she was like, I'm going to let that slide. But just so you know, like the fact that I had to tell you to stop is really bad. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> she's right. She was right. <laughs> she was right. But I passed. Um, Jane, I failed my first driver's test and I cried like I cried like someone had died. Like I was oh. really upset. Like I think I was just... I think what happened is that, so I, I didn't take my driver's test um, in the U.S. until later on because I had a Philippine driver's license, but just like didn't have a car through college. So I was like, whatever, I'll take it after. And I think what happened is I had planned to take the driver's test. And then there was like all this like logistical stuff I also had to do after. And so like I just knew it was going to like kind of throw a wrench in like summer plans and stuff. And so I just like had like a really big meltdown. And then I like took it again as soon as I could and passed. <laughs> I don't. I just like. <laughs> wow. Scary. I think I just like panic. I think I just panicked. Yeah. Um. I just like did something stupid and panicked. What yeah. did you do that was stupid? Um. It was one of these places that. So it was in Concord, New Hampshire. Um. That was the closest DMV. Um. At the time, and I think I like didn't look. I, like, didn't look the right way um, on, like, a kind of larger, on, like, a mini highway that you had to cross to the other side to turn. And I, like, right. didn't look the correct way. Oh. And the the um, the instructor was like, hey, you're not looking the right way. And then I, like, did something else, like, as a reaction, kind Aww. of. And it's that kind of, like, you panic and you mess mm-hmm. up more. Um, and then he was like, okay, no, we're done. 
oh <laughs> man, no it's so scary it's also that like your first be. brush yeah it's your totally first, it's totally. like your first thing of bureaucracy where you're like oh this is oh, scary yeah. yeah scary um my driver's test guy told me i was beautiful and <gasps> parallel parked for me oh my god jane <laughs> Wow, a woman's life is pain. <laughs> um, so yeah, so no, I can't parallel park for those wondering. Uh, yeah, so back to the movie. I think that <laughs> it just doesn't get old. It's so fucking good. And not to be over the top, but literally every time I watch it, I feel like there is something more I appreciate appreciated about it. And the yes. ending, the shopping realization scene, scene. I feel like Alicia Silverstone just has really good eyebrow furrowing acting. Like, yeah, she's just got, yeah. You can really see her thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just so good. Same in the shark movie, for the record. Okay, by the way, it's called The Requin. The Requin, yeah. I also think um, this time around, Jane, you're saying that like every time you watch this movie, you pick up something different. And I have also seen this movie a few times. Um, uh, this time around, I think that um josh is very similar to jane's partner walt (laughs) it it, what is it about real life partner yeah my yeah he's he (laughs) actually you can see his foot never mind um do you mean is it the socially conscious aspect yeah but there's just stuff in like the first part of the movie maybe like i don't know that's all there's some mannerisms this is my type like the the jewish sort of like a touch of jewish dark hair his face his face when she says like i thought they declared peace in the middle east i just i actually like laughed out loud because i didn't remember that line like um it's very good uh and she she does she does it really well she is like 16 years old right she's like quite young right oh i think it's the actor Oh, and the actor is, I think, 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah, she's really young. Yeah. I think... Wait, am I... She's she not... She younger? can't be a senior... Wait. Mm, okay, that does add some weirdness with her. She's not a senior, the character. Kissing her ex-stepbrother college student. I'm yeah. saying, it's viscerally disgusting. I think it's viscerally <laughs> horny. <laughs> Those two are one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, like... I, I definitely think there's something about, like, fairy tales and, like, people who grow up together and, like, are kind of step-siblings in that way that, like, I feel like was in, like, children's books and stuff. So I think that's supposed to add to this, like, they're meant for each other thing. Um, but I, I can't relate. I agree that it, it is troubling and that he's in college. Do you think they should have introduced a different relationship or are you like fine with it being kind of weird and just I'm kind of like, it? why couldn't it have been like someone that she just knows really well because their parents are best friends? Mm. Mm, yeah, because like I had family friends that um, I will. Okay, I'll say with confidence, I think my mom wanted me to date them, right? And I didn't like any of them, but you know, it was there. I think they could have mm. pulled it off having him just be exactly that and kind of be someone that the father took under his wing is like, oh, he he can, like, follow in my footsteps because I don't have a son or whatever. Yeah, and it's pretty obvious that, like, he has to, he wants to do, like, intern stuff. Right. So, like, he has yeah. to, like, internship. <laughs> Wait, I need to ask about the, the fairy tale thing of the people that are meant for each other. I cannot, like, what do you mean? <laughs> I just mean, like, I just mean, like, I feel, I feel like in, like, um, in, like, fantasy books and in, like, 
uh, Disney movies and stuff, like, it's often, like, the best friend from childhood uh, boy that okay. becomes, like, the, that becomes the person that the, the princess ends up with, and that's, like, she's, like, the princess. And, like, truly, her ho- her house is, that's like... That's true. You're, no, you're right. Her house <laughs> is, like, a palace, so, like, she is the princess. No, Do you I'm think just, that like, Hansel and Gretel ever kissed? <laughs> Probably. Well, <laughs> That's disgusting. They had a lot of time by themselves. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, they were also in the period of time where, like, cousins married each other, so it's fine. Um, I think, okay, we've come to the end. We're going to answer, <laughs> we're going to each answer three questions. And Lillian, you can go first each time. Okay. So the first question is, is this movie good or bad? Oh, this movie is good. I think this is, a, like, a perfect movie. It's just like Jane said. Like, every time that you watch it, something uh, something new comes up. Yeah. I'm realizing we haven't, like, analyzed the film much. Because <laughs> it's harder to when you talk about good movies. Like, it's it's what is there to say? The acting, all of the actors are incredible. It's so funny. Like, there's just, like, a lot of a lot of dumb funny shit just like rolled in like when she's like you should always be baking when a when a boy comes over just (laughs) so hilarious it's one of the best movies it deserves uh, a retroactive oscar oscar for what for best movie? everything (laughs) makeup costumes I mean, yeah, with costumes. You know what's fucked up is, like, when Iggy Azalea had the music video that has her wearing the iconic costume, I had not yet watched this movie in Whoa. Oh, wow. Wait, wouldn't that be true for you guys, too, or no? No, I definitely definitely knew Clueless. Yeah, I think I had seen it. Did seeing that music video make you want to watch the movie more? No, I don't think it was connected because I didn't like Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Although I did, <laughs> I did feel embarrassed that some people I knew like had seen it and I hadn't. Do so. you think that one day we'll look back on Iggy Azalea and just be like, "What happened? Like, <laughs> how, how did that I happen?" Like, I hope that I reckoning don't remember. Is not. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I, we'll remember? I don't know. I feel Iggy like people Azalea. are already like, hey, wait, <laughs> quit what you're doing. Do you remember doing. that singer, Carmen? Does anyone remember who no. I'm talking about? Oh, M-I-N, right? C-A-R yeah. or K-A-R-M-I-N. K-A-R-M-I-N. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes stuff like that, I'm just like, well, will I ever forget? Will I remember? More importantly, will I ever forget? Okay. Um, I also think this movie is perfect. I also think that it is a great movie about a teen girl um and i already said they're not going to be able to make one like it that is like subtle and funny and um you know does does multiple things so well and art is like dying and no one knows how to make movies like this anymore okay um the second question is do you like this movie yes yes i like this movie i love this movie i would recommend it to anyone and i watch it often yeah i love it clearly Love it so much. I think I don't... I think I wish I had seen it younger. I think I wish I had, like, seen it, like, growing up and stuff. Because I think I would... There's no, like, sentimental, like, stuff attached to it because I saw it later on as well. And so that's the only... I don't I don't think I, like, rewatch it very much now anymore. Um, third question is, what type of teen is this movie for? Okay, I was thinking about this before. 
And I don't think this is a teen movie. Um, right as I'm speaking, my beagle is digging a little, a little hole behind me. Um, okay. I, <laughs> upset. sorry, upset. He, he's putting it, he's working, but I don't, I think this movie is for grownups. Like I, that is maybe controversial, but I feel like so much of the humor would have been lost on me as a teen, maybe because I was a virgin who couldn't drive and like a big mm. square, but I don't know if anything, if anything, if any kind of teen, I feel like this is for like the savvy teens, like the girls in ghost world who are really cool. I don't know. What's ghost world? Oh, it's a good, it's like a, it's a, it's a graphic novel movie remake um, with a super young Scarlett Johansson. It's about, it's like cool girls. It's cool girls. Okay. Maybe she should go on the list. Yeah. She was Scarlett Johansson was also in horse whisperer. Yes, yes, she was. She loses her leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that movie is sad. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that movie is so sad. I should have seen that one. Just let me guess. She she gets her ankle broken accidentally by the horse. No, no. I think she has to get like her leg amputated. Oh shit. Okay. By the way, I was just calling back what I know. I know. Okay. Um, (laughs) I was wondering if this movie. First of all, I agree that it would adults definitely can appreciate it, but because of the fashion. I think that mm. there are a lot of Gen Z, X, I get confused, Z. Z. Gen Z people, I think, could really be into it. And also because it's it's sort of a satire, and I feel like Gen Zs are smarter than I was. That's fair. See, I feel like Gen Zers are smart, but they're very earnest. So I feel like I, feel like I agree with you on the fashion, um, but I think, I think Gen Zers would, like, watch the movie once and then, like... Uh, like take screenshots or like make tiktoks i mean yeah <laughs> they, they would <laughs> and, but but not really like rewatch the movie because they love the movie as a whole i guess okay oh. it would, be, it would just be like look at these them. looks it's a yeah, fossil yeah, yeah. okay I see. yeah but i but i you know i mean maybe i'll say like it's a good movie to like watch with uh like with like a teen and their parents i don't know <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It's fun for the whole family. <laughs> it's so funny to think about what you said about the TikTokers, like the Gen Zers, like taking screenshots and putting it on TikTok with like other movies. Like if they did that, like with like Castaway or like Pan's Labyrinth, and they're like goals, like looks. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> they're like, this is me, LMA. <laughs> Lillian, what are you watching these days? That's not this. Oh my god, I started watching Vikings again from the beginning. <laughs> um, I'm getting very into like Nordic stories right now. So I watched The Northmen and I loved it so much. Oh and my I, gosh. It was yes. so good. And I went back and started the Viking series over again, which like is pretty slow considering the subject matter. But I just like how they all have like braids in their beards, I think is really cool. <laughs> mm. Um what else? I did. I recently watched all of Law and Order from SVU, specifically from start to finish, which took me two years. I did do that, um, which was kind of interesting to watch as my like views on the police have changed. Uh, it was I didn't still- know that was possible. I thought it was sort of like you, you couldn't watch all of the SVU episodes without dying. Like I thought it was the kind of thing no, that like, it would what? take. Like I thought so too. For example, Ow. you can't read all of the books that exist in the world. There's not enough time. That's what I thought was true of SVU episodes. <laughs> it took me a really long time. Um, it, yeah, it took multiple years. I 
I have to say I'm proud of myself for finishing it. It feels a little bit like a like a like a big Bible. I feel like I've read the Bible. <laughs> a <laughs> big a way, old Bible. In a way, I like feel that I've read the Bible. Bible. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else? No, oh, that's pretty much it. What about you guys? That's a Jane? lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <it's> a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no judgment. They're I, all, and they're all no, like, yeah, long. Right. <laughs> I watched uh, the rest of Heartstopper, which is the show we covered on our previous episode. Um, I feel kind of funny about our criticism about there not being bullies because there there are bullies <laughs> that are well documented <laughs> yeah, yeah, later yeah, in the series. Yeah. I think the bully actor has a great bully face. Um, Same. I love the show. I've, I've fallen in love with the actor who plays Nick, which I think is okay because he's 18 now. And <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I do think it's like a little repetitive. Like maybe they could have cut out an episode, but it's a great show. It should probably be a movie. I do think something I like about that show is that even the bullies are like tiny babies. Like they're all <laughs> so young. So like the bully kid has this like awkward like young teen stance that i love like even when he's bullying his feet aren't really planted (laughs) it's so good i wanted to add a few more things first well one more thing you said that l the actress who plays l is like the only very beautiful like weirdly beautiful person i want to add the actor who plays tau tau yeah yeah, he's definitely gorgina (laughs) <laughs> um Gina. Um I also finished Hardstopper today and may or may not have done it while uh working on the clock. Anyway, um I also finished the series I kind of started on a whim called The Night Manager with Olivia Coleman, also um Tom Hiddleston, um Hugh Laurie, Whoa, in, like what? Doctor House. But he's speaking in a British accent and his voice is really low and like dark and almost like Jeremy Irons. It's like very disorienting. Wow. I don't think I had, I don't think I had like seen him in other things where he's not sounding like Dr. House. Mm. And I was just confused. And he's the villain and it's really fun. And sad Elizabeth Debicki. Um, Elizabeth Debicki is a great, um, like wife of bad guy. Um, Oh my gosh. I gotta watch this show. What an incredible cast. It's just a mini series. It's six episodes. It's a um like kind of like spy thriller, like kind of like James Bond-esque or like has to go undercover kind of thing. And I love Tom Hiddleston. So um I thought it was very fun and let me know what you think about Hugh Laurie uh sounding like Scar from The Lion King. Oh, that sounds <laughs> so well. I'm enticed. Yeah, and the, it's beautiful. It's like filmed in on like coastal Spain and stuff like that. It's it's great, and um, I wish I looked like Elizabeth Bicky. Um, Lillian, thank you so so much for coming on for this specific movie. We we're so excited to talk about it. We're so excited that you could come on and talk about it with us, and also that you were like, oh yeah, I know this movie so so well. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Maybe that's a testament to how much media I consume. I feel like I need to reevaluate ever since Jane was like, that's actually a lot. No. I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. She no, cannot I, say that. I love television. I love to watch me television. Too. She shouldn't she should never say that. Jane I well, here's the thing. The we can we can accept who we are, but be realistic about what we're doing. Which is yeah. to say, I watched the rest of Heartstoppers in a day. And I got a headache because of it. I got a very severe <laughs> headache that didn't go away until I fell asleep. And, like, we have to look ourselves in the mirror. Um, Lillian, is there anything you'd like to plug? 
Oh, geez. Well, okay. So if you like stuff like Clueless, if you like nostalgia, um, my book is all about that. It's it's Ooh. specifically like the early to mid aughts, um, my creepy girlhood and adolescence. But if you are into that, then keep an eye on my Twitter um, for the pre-order link. And my Twitter is at original spinster and there's no E in spinster because somebody else has that handle. They won't give it up. And because you're a dating app. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we like we like being creepy. That's why you helped us out with Slender Man. Good, yeah, cool. Um, I also am glad that I made that comment about Hansel and Gretel kissing. <laughs> Good, yeah, cool. Good, yeah, cool. Jane, do you want to mention what the upcoming movie is? It is High School Musical 2. Yeah! I'm so excited. It's Huge. very funny because... I'm kind of, um, I only have, like, a specific day of the week that I have kind of, like, free to watch it because I'm traveling soon. And um, it's just, like, such a nice, like, palliative thing to watch for a stressful time. (laughs) So I'm, like, not upset that I have to watch it on my, like, one free weeknight. That's the one Um, where they are, it's summer vacation, right? Oh, yeah. Summertime oh, at the country club. It's time to ball out. That's really a good one. It's a vacation. Everyone's excited. See, it just puts a smile on everyone's face. School's um, out. Scream and shout. There's okay. one line, I think, okay, doesn't Sharpay say something like towels imported from Turkey, Turkey imported from Maine? Yes. That stuck with me. <laughs> towels imported from Turkey, <laughs> Turkey Wait, do turkeys... imported from Maine. Maine. turkey's not, Do turkeys not, like, live all around the country? You can find them in New Jersey. Do you have Maine to import turkeys? turkeys. <laughs> okay, I believe that. Okay, that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under, under the bleachers. bleachers. <laughs>